Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee. Now today we're continuing our journey through James and we're reading a big portion of the Bible. I was reading these verses over and over again, just trying to get them into my soul. And there was really not a good breaking point until verse 11. And so I want to read these verses together. And it says this, Go to now, you rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered, and the rest of them shall be a witness against you, and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is, which is of you, kept back by fraud, crieth, and the cries of them which have reaped are entered into the ears of the Lord of Sabbath. Ye have lived in pleasure on the earth, and been wanton. Ye have nourished your hearts as in the day of slaughter. Ye have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Take, my brethren, the prophets, who have spoken in the name of the Lord, for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. This is a big thought chain that's going on here, and it can be confusing. He's like, hey, go to you, rich men, weep and howl. And you're like, is it a sin to have money? And and the short answer is no, it's not. It's, there's no sin to have money. But what he's talking about here are these people who are Riches are their God. That is what they live for. And honestly, there are many American Christians who are blind to this, but this is what they live for. They live for their riches. They'll move to get more money. Like, that that makes no sense. It's like, well, you know what? I know I'm planted in a good church here. My family's flourishing, but I can get a better job over here. Is there a good church? Ah, oh, there probably is. I'll find one when I get there. Frank, can I encourage you? Don't let money be your God. Don't move your family just so you can get more money. Unless, unless there is a clear spiritual reason why you're moving, I encourage you, stick and stay where you are. And now he says, these people, their riches are everything. And he says, your riches are corrupted. These things aren't going to last. Your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered. And the rest of them shall be a witness against you. It says the rest of your your gold and your silver, that's going to be a witness against you. You lived for things that will be destroyed. And it shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. And then verse 4, Behold the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields. Which of you is kept back by fraud? He's saying you don't even pay the people who work for you properly. You keep back what you should be paying them for yourself. And it says it's crying out. The Lord knows you're not dealing justly with the people who are working for you. And then he goes on and says you've lived in pleasure on the earth. You've had what you wanted while you were here. You've nourished your hearts. He says, but you've also condemned and killed the just. 
and he doth not resist you. So not only do they love their money, but they're also wicked in their hearts and they'll condemn people who are actually good people to death. Look at verse number seven. Now he switches over to those who might be under these harsh people. And he says, be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. And that word for patience means to endure. It means to stay consistent under hard times. It says, be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receive the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one against another. And he goes on and he says, Take my brethren the prophets, who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job, and ye have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. He's saying this, if you look at my gardeners, if you look at people who tend to grapes, they are patient. They plant them and they wait until the fruit is ripe. And then when they give it, it's so it's such an exciting time. But they have to wait. It doesn't happen in a few hours. It doesn't happen in a few days. It takes months. It takes patience. And he's saying the end is worth it. And he's saying the same thing to us. We should look at that and realize that there is a harvest coming. Right now, we're in the patience stage, or we need to stick and stay and make it pay. Even if we're under a bad boss, even if we're in hard times, we need to be patient. We need to endure. We need to keep doing what's right. We need to keep living for Christ. We need to keep studying His Word. We need to keep loving our enemies and loving our neighbors. And just keep it on, keep it on, until one day he will return and you'll get to taste the fruit that you have been patient for. But keep on keeping on. And so, friend, if you're in that first category of wicked men, can I encourage you, don't trust in riches. Trust in the Lord. And if you're in the second category of people who feel like you are getting downtrodden, can I encourage you, friend, keep on keeping on until the return of the Lord. Keep doing what's right. Keep loving the Lord. Keep loving others. And I hope you have a great and wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.